0: All right. Um, unfortunately, this is the, uh, uh, with heavy heart, we inform all of our listeners that uh, my mother-in-law Eve has passed away recently. Um, it was her choice. Um, she was very sick with, um, a lung infection. It was not related to COVID fortunately. Um, but she had made the choice, um, and she passed on, um, on August 22nd um so we're just going to swap some stories about how funny and hilarious and how dirty she was and we actually have <laughs> one of our favorite guests Bianca here to start us up with a story
1: <laughs> oh my god you choked me up because um you know as your listeners might know I am a podcaster too I host Please Don't Kick Me Out and um Eve was so special um I'm so sorry like that I'm just so choked up. Okay. Um, so, no, I don't mean to like, uh, um,
0: I have to do drugs to do this episode. Don't <laughs> worry.
1: So before we even get into it, I just want my list, uh, what your listeners to know that um, I met you and Trish through Caption That with Nicole Hollowell, and then it just translated to every virtual bingo. And so your listeners understand, I had a husband de- deployed. Um, I didn't know when he was coming home. And Matt and Trish were my sounding board. And a lot of that is because of Eve. Because Matt and Trish were, they didn't even know me, and Trish added me, and then Matt came into the picture, and we all didn't know each other, but this is the power of drag and community. And so I am forever grateful that these two people walked into my heart, my ohana. So I knew something was amiss um, when when I, we were playing Charlie Hyde's bingo and I didn't see you on screen, Matt, and I knew something was wrong. And then next thing I know, because I knew Eve wasn't doing so well and, and, and you know how it goes when you're a caretaker, um, that became my entire world for a week. And so I sent, I got it out of you. I got your address out of you. I was like, give me your address. You're like, no, I said flowers. From, um, by the way, your listeners don't under, know this, but I just moved to uh, Oahu. I live in Makakilo City. Um, one of the most prolific drag queens from Hawaii is Karina duall Shout out to Karina duall She is very, very special. Makakilo City, just so your friends know, um, it was the more affordable place for military to go if they were retired. Oh, or not retired but like it was more affordable so my my neighbor next door she's from berlin my landlord uh uh lou she's amazing and um i i won't get any further into it but just so you know like i live in a very spiritual place i believe in spirits i my husband doesn't but now he's starting to believe it because <laughs> <laughs> because uh eve's been here she has been visiting so i sent these flowers and up until today they were full bloomed right mm hmm and yeah, I li- they- yeah, I literally okay. had to toss
0: them today, and then I put the bow around her uh, ashes box today.
1: I, yeah, so, when, so for your listeners to understand Eve, they need to know that Eve, I never met her physically, I never saw her on camera, I never talked to her personally, but she was with me. She was always with me, and that was the power of Eve. So I'm going to share a story that I cannot forget. So on um, the day before Eve decided to pass one, Eve made all of her amends and she was a firecracker straight through it. Oh, Bordian's sitting in my lap right now. He wants my spam Masubi thing I bought, uh, but um, no. you know, my Bordian's my dog for your listeners. Um, and he's um he's trained for PTSD and medical alert. We're training on that right now, and all he cares about right now is the fact that I bought a gigantic plate of Portuguese sausage. Hey, whatever. So um I've been married for four years. To my husband on the 13th will be the marriage and so your listeners know i plan to travel to calgary i will be traveling Mm -hmm. from hawaii to the mainland because eve's dying wish was for you to take over madam ivy drift her room and turn it into a drag room yes and my husband who does not believe in spirits who does not believe in that stuff is starting to believe that spirits follow. So my landlord followed this up by being like, do you feel like you're healing? And I said, yes, I do. Because I had a very traumatic move. I mean, it's a lot when your husband comes from, you know, excuse me, deployment. Next thing you know, he's here. So I bought champagne on Friday, no, Saturday. We went to Eva Beach, um, which is in Oahu, on Oahu and it's near where we live in Caplay area. And I went to, we went to Eva Beach and there was this liquor store and the liquor store was like half Precious Moments which was funny. And I had sent you guys that message. Cause I was like, what the fuck? So
0: weird, And it was so weird. weird.
1: And they had every alcohol you could ever imagine, but there was this beautiful bottle of champagne and I didn't even know what a drink drank, Right. I didn't yeah. know what her drink of choice is, what her vice was. I just knew she was a firecracker. Like, um, coffee was her
0: vice coffee and cheap.
1: coffee. <laughs> yes. And so I, so like as soon as she was in hospice and all of that, I like my, my world became, how can I help Byron? And how can I help Madame Amy drip? And how can I help Trish? Um, and I just wasn't there. Right. Like I was just present in that moment for just Eve and everything was reminding me of her. I swear everything. So I go to the beach with my husband. Yeah. We tried to go to the beach. We couldn't, um, that day, Saturday, and I bought this bottle of champagne, I think on Friday. And then I was waiting to pop it and put it in my crystal glasses from my, from my realtor. Um, for, I don't own a house in Hawaii, just letting you guys know, I rent out my house in San Diego County, um, military spouse. So I, and I'm sorry if it sounds disjointed, I'm trying to follow my pathway in my head, but right. I, um, so I buy this bottle of champagne. So then Saturday I was supposed to go to the beach and uh, Scott and I, we got the parking spot taken from us on the way to the beach. And, um, you know, all the while I'm still dealing with Eve, right? Like still thinking yeah. about Eve still with Byron and Matt, like waiting on for an update. Week, it was a long week. And because I, I was there, I mean, you guys are my Ohana. You're We were the three worst triplets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, we are, we are, we are,
1: we and are. Tr- and Trish is like our big sis. Who like was born like years before us, and then and then there's us who was who were born in 1989. Adam, I, Drip dripping, I, and we just and that's who we are, and so um that's just how we refer to ourselves. We are we are Ohana through and through. So couldn't get a parking spot, and then uh, Scott and I were having some marital shit because obviously my husband's an empath without realizing it. And, um, I was dealing with a shit ton, <laughs> all of that. And I was outside. Um, so, so wait, so I go to the, so I go to electric beach, which I had an epidectomy in 2018, go to electric beach and a parking spot opens up instead. Right. Magic. And, and I, and I get there and then Byron says, Hey, and I called you guys from the beach, uh, Byron and Matt. Yep. And I say, Hey, sorry, I'm out of my bedroom. And I say, Hey, a parking spot opened up. Here's what I'm doing. So Byron says, can you write Eve's name in the sand with a heart? I'll show Eve.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the water washes it away. And I swear to God, I saw a fucking starfish.
0: I didn't even think I was actually going to be able to show her that. And then, um, she actually made it through until the Sunday. The yep. Sunday was the last day. Um, yeah. and that was so- when she had told everyone, like she had talked to palliative and all that. And they were like, okay, yeah, no, we can help you. Um, because she wasn't getting any better and she Mm -hmm. was just like
2: yeah
0: she was over it right so they were like okay you know like we can do things to um because like they were giving her like steroids and stuff like that to like keep her going so Mm -hmm. she could say goodbye and stuff like that so like there are processes up here in Canada in which they can take that like it's not killing a person but it is taking the like it's a way of taking them off things that are keeping them going while also like stopping their body from going into shock
1: right right and it, she had her wits about her up until the very end let's just say that for your wisdom. yeah they, so they literally had,
0: oh yeah they were asking her like what day is it um you were asking
1: her what yeah, they were asking her
0: the same <laughs> questions um because my sister-in-law was there they were asking her the same questions in like three different ways kind of thing a whole bunch of times and like yeah so like she knew big, um full
2: evaluation then- yeah, yeah, when
0: I when I saw her last, I was like, oh, so I like I heard they let you pick out all the really good drugs, and she's like, yeah, they did. I was like, oh, good, go for you, girl. I was like, tell me all about it next time I see you. She's like, oh, I'll save you some.
1: Yeah, so he had <laughs> said to you, I've never been to Hawaii.
0: No, she, like and honestly, she, she said to I'm gonna visit. Yeah that fucking her 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 deceased like her obviously her passed away husband never let her do which is like I I like I took her up to the top of Sulphur Mountain um in Banff and like I took her for lunch me and Byron took her for lunch at the top of the Calgary Tower which is like the rotating like restaurant the
2: rotating restaurant Yeah.
0: yeah the rotating restaurant kind of thing um yeah we did like and then she wanted to go to the amethyst mine in thunder bay which like I was, there's no fucking way i was getting her to thunder bay um so i took her to a gem show
1: Gems? oh my god okay well, well i mean so I, I just want to let you guys know full disclosure as a podcaster i am not hopping off i just sent an email to my person i'm interviewing and i said that 9 a.m time to start the zoom will explain thank you that. so uh so let's yeah so eve was it, it, so special one of my favorite memories was the time that you guys took eve's scooter <laughs> and she was so mad that was
2: the best thing
1: that was
0: she so wasn't good. like mad but she was, she was just, like you she didn't was ask me were you drunk <laughs> and i had to lie and say that i wasn't drunk and then i wasn't the best
2: the best part yeah. was that they just took the scooter
1: And when I tell your listeners, there's a
0: very good chance that I was on psychedelics that night. That's
1: fine. That's fine. When I (laughs) we tell your listeners that like Eve was special without us ever knowing her, like this podcast came to be because Trish is a caretaker. Matt was a caretaker for Eve. Trish was a caretaker for her her mom, and still is. And I was a caretaker of boarding. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
1: you know, but I was handling a lot. So this is why. Know what? He dug a lot
0: of holes and was eating a lot of rocks. He there was, was a, what
1: the fuck there oh was a god. month
0: and a half where i called him a crackhead because he was into rock so yes
1: much. oh my god awesome. okay jesus so um uh, we can't even stay
0: on track with the fucking eve i know podcast. so this okay so yeah. here's yeah. the thing
1: so with eve <laughs> so when she passed you had told me that there was a hailstorm and i and scott had a, had, had a fight right we got a fight spontaneous. about stuff spontaneous, spontaneous hailstorm and then a rainbow right? Yes. I don't see many rainbows in Hawaii. People always tell me I'm going to see them. I don't see that many rainbows. I've maybe seen four since I've moved here in the last month. Um, and I never want to leave Hawaii. If I have my way, I will run kicking screaming out of here. My city is so special. I love it so much. Um, but <laughs> I was sitting down in the chair and I was angrily smoking a cigarette. So pissed. And I felt this bitch sit down next to me and put her hand on my shoulder and say, let it the fuck go. Let it the fuck go. Yeah. And for me it was easy. I was like, boom, I'm healed. Eve's here. Uh, and then I called you and I said, Hey, is she actually? Did she pass like what's going on? And you're like, Yeah, she passed, dude. Like it's and I said, Okay, well, I'm gonna pop this champagne. I was home. And you said, Well, Eve doesn't like champagne. Eve likes scotch. Yeah. And Scott, my husband, on deployment. The only website that seemed to work was Reserve Bar. So he sent so many bottles of alcohol. How many fucking times would I call you guys and be like, the fuck? Does he think like we are a full speakeasy? Like, I'm not gonna drink this shit because I was drinking like boxed wine and truly and shit just to get by And um, and you know, just to get through it. And I and I want people to know that there's addiction in my family, and so I am not addicted to alcohol or any vices. I have ADHD, just want to throw that out there. I just adjusted my meds. Thank you, Eve, for that. And uh, you know, mental health, it's nothing to to shy away from, but just just you know, there was a lot going on. But Eve protected me. Eve, Eve was always with me, and you were always with me, you were in my pocket. So when we toasted to Eve. And drank the champagne and Scott toasted Eve we toasted Eve and Scott said oh she likes scotch so I'm like okay so Scott gets out the hedonism scotch by compass box and the hedonism scotch by compass box hedonism means just like excess and pleasure which is totally Eve she picked it
0: oh my god I 73 boxes of yarn in a fucking storage unit that I have, we have to oh do. yeah you
1: kept finding yarn that was a whole month where it was just go to the dump yarn go to the dump yarn go to the dump yarn, the
0: dump yarn. I can't but I, not.
1: I pour into a sifter glass, some hedonism. We toast to Eve, but I got Bourdain some ice cubes. Cause I'm on a couple of medications that can allow me to overheat. I'm still acclimating to Hawaii. And yeah. so it was very humid because Eve also passed away and brought tropical depression. <laughs> on the stage tropical depression uh which means basically with I'm on a mountain so like basically bariatric pressure it's all it's all a whole thing um it got very humid very quickly um because she was having a vacation so I go to the ice cube part of my fridge and I get ice cubes because Bourdain wants some ice cubes and you know how when you go to the part of the fridge where you get ice cubes and you you press and then occasionally one will fall out yeah we now refer to that as Eve cubes. And here's why I had not put any ice into the hedonism. It was hot. And Eve said, Matumbo, no, no, no. You're gonna put an ice cube in this bitch. So as we're talking and I shit you not, do you guys remember? Or, well, I think Trish was off the phone at this point. A ice cube falls out of the fucking freezer five minutes later. Cause normally it would be like a minute later. Yeah and I pick it up and I put it in my glass and I've never had a taste for scotch in my entire life. I've never had a taste for cantaloupe my entire life or scotch, (laughs) that's a different story. But (laughs) I put it in the glass and for the first time, and I was actually sipping it without it. And I was like, oh, I can taste it now. This is actually not bad. Like I like this, okay, cool. I put it in my mouth and I finally taste what Eve enjoyed about scotch.
0: You tasted the hedonism
1: i tasted the hedonism i licked that rainbow i'll tell you what and uh, and so from now on in our household eve is a staple and so eve has visited me quite a few times um i mean that with my whole heart and she is a friendly ghost she is a spooky hunt she's she comes and she goes when she wants and she's happy and she has helped us find a vacuum lid she has helped you guys with a title and a deed she has been there 100 and so for that oh, wow. i toast to eve
0: i'm drinking coffee but i toast to her
1: so. i'm drinking a monster ultra sun sunrise um and then also i bought flowers today okay let me let so i'm gonna hop off at nine so
0: Say, me, nine, gonna...
1: nine hawaii times so i um i bought flowers today so oh i didn't I did mention this i got Eve a lay so the day after she passed i bought her a lay because i had flowers scott had bought me the week previous and they held on forever like i don't know why but they just like did not die and every week i would just rearrange them rearrange them and eve's favorite colors are purple and yellow which are my favorite colors which are also the colors of the non-binary flag fully a gay man in a woman's body Eve always knew that and yeah. And so for me today, I went to Milana market, which is down the street from me. Um, shout out to Kylan, my favorite cashier and Tina, my other favorite cashier, they were working. So I go in and I tell you guys, Hey, I know we're going to record, but I need to, after I got off my my Peloton ride, I'm a crazy bitch about my Peloton. Yeah. So I got off my Peloton ride and I was like, Hey, I gotta go to the market, get some stuff, get some breakfast. And then I will be able to record actually then I had to shit because what, what in life didn't doesn't involve that and uh, I see these flowers in front of me and they're wildflowers, like Colorado Rocky Mountain wildflowers I'm from Denver originally well Minnesota than Denver but yeah so I see them and the flowers are indigo and marigold yellow and white and I added them to another bouquet I had of birds of paradise which is my friend Kim in Maryland her favorite flower and a tattoo she got so I added them to the to the, to the pot. Yeah. And then I hopped on this call, but the cashier on the way asked me, oh, you're just buying flowers for yourself. And I said, yeah, I'm actually buying flowers for Eve. And she said, who's Eve? And I said, oh, well, my friend's mother passed away and I'll be flying off of uh, the Island under the mainland. You know, Makakila is so healing and restorative in so many ways. And she said, oh girl, I know, which I didn't bat an eye because I prefer they, them, but whatever. Yeah. She said, I know. Um, I know, isn't it amazing out here? I said, yeah, my actually my favorite drag queen from San Diego, one of them, is from this street right here, Karina Duol, and her eyes lit up like a Christmas tree. And she was like, oh my gosh, I know them. Yeah. And then I was trying to put the flowers into my car and I dropped my energy drinks and then I, binny healed my way home and the rest is history, but I have a new bouquet for Eve. (laughs) her lay is drying and as soon as it's dry I'm going to hang it I don't know if I can bring it to Canada I would like to no so
0: you, you won't be able to
1: yeah probably you can't but it's, I will no, be hanging it in my fauna. house um, if know. you were to pick
0: up a fake one you could bring it but the I'll floor, a fake one. yeah the floor and fauna thing is a no-go
1: I know I know Ugh. Hawaii is no COVID no no COVID well too bad we have COVID now no COVID no rabies no snakes no gigantic slugs. And no, you may not take the flowers with you.
0: But all the fucking rats.
1: <laughs> and all the rats. Oh, and the cockroaches. Don't even get me started there. Yeah. But um, I love you guys. I hope this was helpful, restorative, and regenerative. And I will speak with you guys soon. So I'm going to hop out of the Zoom, okay?
0: All right. Love you, too. Thanks all for right. being here. Love you. Something.
1: I'll love see you later on Bingo.
0: Bye. Bye. All right. So, um... I have some stories that people have generously shared with me, Trish. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's hear them. Yeah, um, I sent you pictures, and we'll share these pictures. So there was a there was a, there was a very good dick cake that was made. Um, it was for my sister-in-law and my sister. I like harassed her endlessly. I was like, I need to know the fucking story about this fucking cake. Like you have to fucking remember it. It's an upright dick cake with balls. Like, how the fuck do you not remember? So she finally, like, got, like, at least the gist. So apparently, like, her and Jody, her husband, were having a dirty conversation, and Eve was around. And um, I guess my mother-in-law, Eve, had made what they thought was an idle threat that, like, she's like, oh, well, fuck you. I'll make a dick cake for you for your birthday. And she was like, it'll be standing up. Like, it won't be fucking one of those, like, sheet cakes cut into the shape of a dick. Like, it'll be standing up. And they were like, oh, fuck off, whatever, it's not gonna happen. And then, sure enough, she showed up with an dick upright cake. dick cake.
2: Wait, Eve made the dick
0: cake? Eve made the upright dick cake, yes. Oh, my legitimately, God. yeah, legitimately made an upright dick cake. Like, we'll <laughs> be posting pictures of this. It's fucking impressive.
2: No, what I loved about Eve is like Eve always kept her spirit about her. She was a firecracker right till the end.
0: Oh, yes, honey. Um, oh, my God. There was there was one person. I'm not going to go too into details um, because it's family business. But um, there was someone that she wanted to see. Um, just so she could make a point to tell them that they would never agree on this one particular issue.
2: I remember you were telling me that while, <laughs> like, while she was in the hospital and family was gathering around, she wanted <laughs> to see this particular family member to hash it out with them and to yep. tell them and to basically did. go screw themselves.
0: Um, And then um, I have some, we'll go, we'll start with the stories that I got, well, like, that are hospital related, because we're on that track. So um, apparently my um, nephew-in-law, Nathan, um, okay, like... This is a funny story, but it's also, like, it kind of, like, goes into our family a little bit, but it's fine. Um, okay, so um, Eve had a cousin. It's her favorite cousin. Um, and he was adopted. Um, and he was adopted because um, his mother was essentially the song Fancy. Um, if you know what I mean. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and um, so they were talking about that. And um, Eve, without missing a beat, apparently looked at Nathan and Jody and was like, his father was an Irish seaman, literally. <laughs> <laughs> and she meant it like both ways.
2: Yeah. She's I, a I, fucking filthy it.
0: cunt. Oh my God, I love her. That's what I love her. I love she her. Was just like, she lived for like the double entendre and like the extra meanings and shit like that. And that's just like, and that was literally the day she passed. (laughs) Like literally like right up to the end. It's like the last time I saw her, she's like, oh no, I'll, I'll save you some for when I see you next. It's like, you're going to save me death drugs for the next time I see you. Like (laughs) what a twisted fucking sense of humor.
2: Uh, but I—that's what I loved about her because I—I Bianca stole my, what I wanted to talk about. But the day you, you stole her scooter in drag.
0: Oh, and went to the Seven Eleven. Yeah.
2: And to so Seven Eleven, it wasn't that you stole. It was like the, the fact that she got pissed. You took her scooter without asking, and you, and she grilled you. It's like, were you drunk? Were you high? Were of you like, Why'd you take it? Why'd you do this? It's like. I'm like
0: I say no, I merely mean, of course. Um, <laughs> and she knew. Um, yeah, and then fucking, what was it? Okay, so then Nathan had another one that he remembered. Um, uh, so um, her husband was in the hospital for like a few years for dialysis before he passed away. Um, wow. And there was this nun that was in there for dialysis. So anyway, she stopped coming. And one day she came in as like the um, like spiritual person. So, um, he always like knew that fucking squeak of her rubber sole shoes. Um, so like she fucking came in and like, I was like, Oh, you know, like so happy to see him. And he was just like, he fucking hated this woman. He was like this fucking cunt, um, the fuck away from me. Well, like no one in this, like no one in the family's religious. So like, they don't, like as soon as you pull that shit on them, they're like, uh, uh, back off like you can be religious and around them just like don't preach because they don't like they don't want to fucking hear it at all so um clearly that was not a good situation so she fucking left and she's squeaking away and blah 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 gorgeous fucking bitching about the fucking shoes and eve turns around to him and she's just like well you know it's squeak too if you hadn't used it in that long (laughs) like really really she literally talked about a nun's poussoir in a <laughs> dialysis unit in a fucking dialysis unit have you ever been in one of those my mom was in one of those they're not very private there's like 12 fucking beds in like a u-shape with a nursing station in the middle and like maybe curtains in between you I'm sorry for laughing, but the he no, has hilarious. such a freaking
2: twisted sense of humor, and ad- she had such a way with entendre.
0: Jody called me yesterday, literally just to tell me that, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad we haven't recorded yet." Although I would have recorded an extra bit for that, nada, nada. And I was like, "But I'm so glad we didn't." It was serendipity because, like, he's like, "Yeah, hit me." Him and Nathan were just sitting there shooting the shit, and they just like somehow pulled these out of their like ass while they were talking about it. And he called me while there was company over just because he didn't want to forget. I was just like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, (laughs) That
2: that was priceless. That's a good story.
0: Yeah. um, (laughs) Fucking Byron has a couple that he emailed me here today. Um, Okay. So um, apparently like, um, so Eve's always had these like scooters, right? Since she like got old enough that she couldn't like walk around a lot because she was used to like going walking around and stuff around the neighborhood. So, um, I guess like Byron's friend was like biking around with Byron's mom and, uh, she's like, okay, at the crest of the hill, like, don't stop because my scooter has to be like fully level before it can stop. Otherwise it doesn't work or like, or like, so she fucking, he gets the crest of the hill. He stops. She smashes the fuck into him with on his bike he goes toppling. He was fine and everything like that. And then she just like walked up to him and she's just like, What did I tell you not to do? He's like, stop at the top of the hill. She's like, Did you listen? It's like, no. <laughs> um, and then um Byron remembers <laughs> Oh my
2: god. That was just like wait, wait when the kid fall running in falls. Yeah, he got just, just like moped
0: run. from behind by the fucking scooter, and she was just like, Did you learn a lesson? Did you listen? <laughs> because she's such a like she's just so like she was shady in the best way possible. Um and then Byron and this same friend cuz this is like when they were younger, right? Like Byron was like uh Byron uh, was adopted when he was like 5 or 6, right? So um they like they lived near the river, like which was gorgeous and then like there was a lot of green space down there. So she used to be like you can go out and play, but you can't go down by the river cuz it's dangerous. And as children do, they thought they were very fucking clever and they would go down to the river and play. And um, Eve was an Avon lady and like really like, like I've seen like all her like awards and shit like that. Like she really like did the damn thing back in like the eighties and nineties and shit. So um, she had a shit ton of customers in the neighborhood. So Byron come home and she'd be like, so what'd you guys do? And he'd be like, oh, this and this and just like create a whole like fabrication of a story. And then she'd be like, really? Because so-and-so told me that they saw you here. And so-and-so told me that they saw you here. And so-and-so told me that they saw you here.
2: You, you a <laughs> spies.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Like she had the whole neighborhood spying on him. Secretly. <laughs> right? Shady. Shady fucking lady. I love it.
2: Shady down boots.
0: Yeah. Uh, Like, I love that. Like, I just like, sometimes like I just go upstairs and we would just like, shit talk people and things <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we were like you you guys would have you tell them about these conversations you would just like the best part of it was like when she would just kind of look at you and just say these shadiest things ever about someone and you'd crack up
0: oh my god like she was shady as hell and like that's what i loved about her it was like she was like shady but then she was also like so nice so nice like so nice and so generous and just like so caring but then like also like don't piss her off
2: yeah i remember she was shady to you too a lot of the times
0: oh yeah she was shady with me but like uh, comes with caregiving right like sometimes you just like oh god you're like "Mm -mm, i'm putting my foot down and they're like "Mm, go fuck yourself i'm fucking older than you and i'm like "Mm, that's cute i could stop you anyways
2: (laughs) yeah i'll just take you don't talk for the
0: afternoon um
2: you don't you don't talk for a few hours and it's all
0: good yeah um we never had any like massive issues um last conversation I had with her she said um she's so happy that she got to have the time with me that she did Mm. um and that made me really happy it made me feel really warm just to know that she like for the few years that we did have together she really did enjoy our time together Mm -hmm. because I really did I really loved her she kind of Took me in, like, a second mom before me and Byron were even, like, really serious. And then, like, I just started, like, we just started, like, building this relationship over, like, me going and, like, taking the scooter out for her or, like, helping her with something around the house or, you know what I mean? Like, because we used to live around the corner from her before we lived with her. Mm -hmm. So, um yeah, like, it just, like, we just, like, slowly built this relationship over the years that was, like, kind of crazy. But um I'm glad in the end it was all her choices um no one had to make a shitty choice on her behalf so um yeah we're trying to you know take everything day by day um I'm slowly trying to make the office as Bianca said um a drag room I'm also gonna outfit it for sewing as well just because there is the space that I could do sewing as well as um
2: you know how how
0: to sew I do know how to sew um I'm I am not a pattern. I am not a pattern maker. Um, but like, if you were to give me a pattern and like I could cut it out and all that kind of stuff, I can. Yeah, I can sew.
2: Is I can use a sewing machine. Do?
0: Using a so like using a sewing machine is way easier than sewing by hand. Holy shit! Okay, okay.
2: Again, is there anything you can't do?
0: What do you mean? I'm, like, a there, I, I- I'm a drag queen, and I subscribe to the old school methods. So, like. I need to be able to know how. I should be able to know how to style some fucking hair, because you got to be able to do your own hair. You got to be able to do your own fucking makeup, and you should be able to sew a fucking line.
2: Yeah, but you, just, you know like, how basic to
0: sew. rag things.
2: Yeah, but you know how to sew. You yeah. know how to do makeup. You know how to do wig. You know how to make jewelry. You know how to cook. Yeah. Like wow.
0: I just like learning new things. I'm just yeah, one of I'm those people. To- I'm like constantly a sponge for new information. Like, I was, like, the roofers working around my complex were, like, hey, do you want a job? Because they were, like, you look like a roofer. I was, like, I'm not. They were, like, have you ever done roofing? I was, like, I haven't. But I was, like, I guarantee you if you taught me, I'd pick it up pretty quickly. They're, like, do you want a job?
2: (laughs) Yeah, and you're you're thinking about it, right?
0: I'm still contemplating it, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm actually going to take a sewing class because I want to learn how to sew. Because my mom was a seamstress.
0: It's honestly super fun. And, like, here's the thing. Like you don't have to be a pattern maker. Like you don't have to do that. That's like, there's so many patterns out there that you can get. So like you never, you don't have to do that. And that's really the hard part. So like, as long as you're willing to put the effort into like just learning how to like do a straight line and knowing what stitches on the sewing machine. And honestly, it's more so about learning your fucking sewing machine, I find.
1: Because once I
0: figured out my sewing machine that um, Eve actually gave me, um that was like that yeah that was the only thing i just like it cuz every sewing machine's different but the basics are the same so once you learn like the bullshit um cuz every sewing machine's a cunt so once you learn the ways that it's a fucking asshole
2: you're then golden. it's real
0: yeah then then yeah then you're golden you know what to do but like you'll still be cursing and swearing there's no way to use a sewing machine without swearing i'll tell you that right now
2: yeah
0: no um it's impossible
2: yeah i'm all of 4 foot 9 <laughs> so i need to my mom would al, since my mom studied seam like was a seamstress and actually worked in factories doing alterations yeah so she would alter like my jeans and my clothes to, to make them fit and look good because i can guarantee you i cannot find a jean that fit me yeah With that for pants because i'm too short that's fair so like i I need to learn how to hem and how to do like alterations and stuff. But hemming is you, super no.
0: easy. Actually, hemming is like one of the easiest things you can learn how to do for sure. Legit. Yeah, it's that's, so, that, it's that's so amazing. Easy. And once you that's learn amazing. how to hem, you'll be like it, the, the amount of like pants that you can buy opens up because you're like, bitch, I don't care if it's fucking three inches too long. I'll just fucking hem the bitch because if they fit everywhere else, you don't give a fuck.
1: Because you yes, know you can different. fix the
0: length, right? And the length is one of the, as long as they're not, like, flared or anything like that, as long as it's a relatively it's, straight leg,
2: but yeah, as long it really as doesn't like skinny, fucking matter. As long as it's, like, skinny or fairly straight or, like, boot, where even if it's, like, as long as it's straight and not flared, yeah. My mom would do that all the time. But my mom had this way of, do, like, my mom would actually, literally, she wanted to create, like, she had this, um, let's say she had an old jacket that she liked. Mm -hmm. but she didn't want to wear anymore she would deconstruct the jacket look at the pieces and make her own pattern
0: yeah
2: it's like so it's like i don't want to get to that point but i want at least be able to sew so i can hem and alter my clothes to actually look decent Yeah. because yeah i'm tired of looking like a bad lady
0: (laughs) fair enough I need to learn how to do alterations on my clothing because I got some clothes from Eve that I need to alter. But um, I should, I do yeah. have to figure out what I'm doing for dinner. And I also have to get in drag for the first time in two weeks. I over know. Two weeks. So that's um, exciting. I
2: can't wait to see Madame Ivy.
0: Uh, I'm doing a more basic look today because I, I think I'm going to try and feature the wig I just made. And because it's so big, I'm not really, like, my outfit's not really going to be visible. So I'm just going to wear my DJ Rockstar Aaron t-shirt tonight with my titties. Um, not be corseted or anything. Not be too hot. This week's going to be heavy as fuck because it's a double stack. So um, yeah, I, I don't even know if oh. I'm going to do bottom lashes tonight, actually. So I I don't want to, like, I don't want to go too extra for my first time back in, like, a few weeks because, like, the last time I did drag I was like overheating fucking crazy and then everything happened with Eve and it was just like oh that was a bad day in drag um so um but I'm really excited to get back to Forbidden Bingo and see all of the lovely regulars there um every Thursday is Forbidden Bingo online party for all of our listeners it's available in the U.S. and Canada um at forbiddenbingo.com um it's free to play but tips are absolutely encouraged because it's not free to put on and that's just a fact and they have really 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 good quality prizes and I can attest to that because I've won a few of their prizes and they are of top quality um and
2: it's a lot of fun to play it's good like the, it's like a really good two hours. It awesome.
0: um, it's a really good two hours of bingo. Um, and honestly, it's like no negativity, no sadness, just happy fun times. Um, have some cocktails, chill with some good people, say some dirty shit, make some dirty jokes. And yeah, just like have a really good fucking time. And the best part is like if you're drinking, you get to do it at home. There's no Uber. There's no cab. There's no driving home. There's no like leaving your car at the fucking bar.
2: right you get to drink
0: what you like right you get to drink what you like it costs less um and it'll be the first time since after east passing that'll i get to see my nephews which i'm super excited about so
2: that'll be fun that'll be good
0: yeah um and then um just so everyone knows next week we'll be back with a regular episode where we're going to be talking with the amazing um nikki slash nick de Uh, about the whole drag search competition and I'm not going to spoil anything we're going to discuss all the details then um if you follow them you already know um we've gotten
2: little updates here and there but we're going to get the full tea
0: and then one thing I did want to do before we go because I noticed that we actually have like a little bit of an international following and I wanted to do some shout outs So apparently we have people listening not only in the United States and Canada, we stand, thank you, but we also have people listening in Germany, United Kingdom and New Zealand and we just, I just wanted to do a shout out to those people because thank you so much for listening. I was so surprised to see that we actually are like fully international so we really appreciate your listenership honestly. It's fucking amazing to see that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we love you guys, and thank you for all the support and for bearing with us during
0: these These little um, life breaks. These
2: little life breaks that we have to do.
0: Um, but yeah, hopefully, um, my schedule obviously has cleared up greatly because now I just have to focus on getting my feet fixed and then I can go back to also doing part-time work and bringing in more money into my household and paying for more of my drag. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now that I'm unfortunately not caregiving, unfortunately, and un- unfortunately, unfortunately, not caregiving anymore. Um, I absolutely am freed up for podcasting and staying much more on schedule so
1: i actually yeah, need we'll to, to schedule um,
0: to be a guest on another podcast so hopefully mm-hmm. i'll have an update on that next week for everyone I'm
2: and on that, note, on that note we gotta wrap up because we have to go
0: all right well thank you so much everyone for being with this this week i hope you enjoyed um, the DJ Rockstar Aaron interview, as well as our little um,
2: tribute dedication
0: and tribute to Eve. Um, as always, our episodes come out on Fridays. Um, and yeah, thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you guys. Till next week. Bye. Bye.